Hello all, and welcome back to another episode of the Man to Man NBA show. We're very glad to have you. First time, long time, anything in between. We love that you're here chilling with us, listening. And uh, today's a big day in the sports world. It's been a big week in the sports world, really. Uh, we'll have a little March Madness talk for you. A little last day of the NBA regular season talk for you. Actually, a lot of that talk. It is Masters weekend, and the MLB came back this week. And it's been the first week weekend of games. It's been a great day in the sports world. We'll talk a little bit about it all, mostly about the basketball, of course. And our good friend Andy is back. We're very happy to have him back. So it's a great day. But before we get into all that, I got to tell you real quick about Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, UFC fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget, the MLB is back as well. Who are you guys picking to win the World Series? Who? Any any input on that? Yeah, the Diamondbacks. The, that would be an, ins- an insane bet if you want to put those futures on. Andy, you got to pick? I was conceived on Addison Street where the Cubs play above a bar. Go Cubs. Go Cubs for Andy. Go D-backs for Hoop. I guess if we're taking homer picks, go Detroit Tigers. So we'll all get some, make some big money if we bet those futures and they hit. So that's what Bet Online's got for you. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BLEAV. That's B L E A V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's B L E A V. 50% welcome bonus, first deposit, bet online, where the game starts. And now that we got bet online shouted out, let's bring the boys in. Hoop, Andy, y'all have already talked a little bit, but happy to see you boys breathing well on this fine Sunday. How we doing? I'm doing good. Uh, Masters week, I've been watching golf all weekend. Uh, I don't know the last time I actually watched like a full golf tournament start to finish, but this uh, Masters always is one of those those times. But yeah, good weekend so far. Still fucking cold as hell in Indianapolis. I'm ready for spring to come, man. But, I will say the Masters is kind of fucking trash this year, dude. <laughs> we it's like just really shitty weather, right? Like because we're having really bad weather too, and we're trying to get through these April showers, but it's just really really cold. And today it's really sunny, but. I'm not a big fan of the Masters this year. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I kind of stopped watching after Tiger, you know, Tiger had a really good day first day, and then Spieth's not even making the second cut. And then you got Scheffler, you know, just smoking everybody, minus 11 after, what, yesterday, the Saturday night, and then the second guy's like minus six, minus seven. I don't know what he placed, what he finished, but I'm just not a big fan, dude. And it's just like, it's cold there, you can tell as well. So, it's you know, they're not enjoying the course, and it's, it's, uh, it's a little tough on everyone right now. But what's good, boys? Appreciate y'all having me back. I feel like I've been in, I've been here in a minute. You know what I'm saying? I've been searching to play. I've been searching for a couple birds here and there, just not working out. But appreciate y'all rocking with me, man. I didn't thought I got kicked off for a sec. Nah, brother. We were always happy to have you back. We knew you had some stuff going on last week, but we're happy to have you back. And I can tell you, neither Hooper or I would have said we hated the Masters, and you did. So you know that's that's the kind of experience you bring to the pod that we just don't we don't get without you. We appreciate that. Also, Andy, yeah. Andy used that term "bird" to me uh, a couple of days ago. I was like, "What are you talking about?" And it's I guess for me or the people that don't know, it's like a lady. You're you know searching for some birds. I was like, "It's a chick." Yeah, what are we talking? I've never heard that before. Yeah, just trying JP, to get a have you heard bird, that dude. before? 
I have heard that. I think it's like big in Europe, calling like like ladies birds. I think that's a European thing, like a yeah. UK, Ireland, Scotland thing. What happened, man? I think I haven't been here since three weeks. Um, the Nelk Boys came in town, and I took a picture with all those guys and Dana White. Got a selfie with Dana White. Got a signed Howlerhead whiskey bottle by Dana White. Uh, I'm not gonna open it ever, probably. Um, and then, yeah, last week I went up to Knoxville to just try to try to just get a new environment going, man. I know how y'all feel about that. Some, I don't know. For me, I got to get out sometimes, even though I have like I was just out, you know, a couple months ago. But uh, if it's for a bird or something, you know, and I got an opportunity to catch a play, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to go do it. Uh, had a great night um, up until, you know, after three hundred dollars later. Right. And then uh, I just get called insanely rude out of nowhere. Someone can't handle liquor. I'm calling you out. And um <clears throat> wouldn't let me sleep man so didn't really have any other other place to stay woke up next day i said i'm out she said you want to get lunch now nah, i'm good you didn't even say thank you yeah i'm big on thank yous man so uh, you can't tell andy was very passionate about this it sounds like still but he called me up last week it was like yo went to knoxville this girl was just really rude to me i was like you did the right thing just bounce out of there man i mean you got a car Bounce out, man. I mean, I just can't be like, I can't be banking on staying at someone's place, you know, especially the, you know, especially if it's a bird, like I got to have my own hotel or something, you know, I can't be catching myself in that kind of situation. Um, But yeah, I'm back. I'm, you know, glad to be back, man. Big week for the boys. Nashville Voyager, first publication, man. No, we, Nashville Voyager, they hit us up about a couple of months ago. It was kind of weird because we had to write out the interview. So when I'm, you know, writing it out, it's like, oh, Elliot or Nash said this and they're laughed in an interview. But a uh, really, really cool interview is we kind of told our story and um, it's linked in all of our bios at Man to Man Podcast. Go check it out if you want to read about it. I think we even showed it to Griff. I don't know where Griff's at. Maybe he'll come back you know, <laughs> sooner than later. But uh, he even read the story and he was like, oh, OK, that's cool. I learned a lot from it. So if you guys want to learn how we got into podcasting, it was very um unorthodox i don't know if that's the right is that the right word unorthodox how we got into it um yeah. but yeah you've been, you've been researching your words i can see that's yeah a it was very cool good use, it was cool man uh new merch is out rocking the uh, off-white man to man podcast not remaking this design so snag it thought we had xls we only have larges it's our second physical merch design that we've gotten in besides what the first one was the oj or og uh lebron Jordan sweatshirt, right? That everybody loves. Get your damn merch. Support the boys. Shout out Six Pack for fronting the hoodies. Go check out Six Pack coverage. Shout out Dash Radio. So that's pretty much where we're at, right? I mean, <laughs> headed into the summer. Yeah, I think you recapped it all. I mean, that was, that was a pretty good little, you know, three-minute blur about everything that's going on. Yeah, the National Voyager piece is awesome. As somebody who came in a little later, the podcast, I learned a lot, even though I obviously already talked to you all about it a little bit. And then, um, yeah, get your merch, the sweatshirt. I, I know mine's coming in the mail. I'm very excited. It looks great on you, Andy. Some model pictures going out there that looked great. I'm excited for it. Great, we're out. going into the summer, so I'm not sure. It's, it's, right. The usage will be in a few months, but that's even right. better. You know, put it on layaway. Yeah, just trying to get rid of it, man. If we don't, like, we'll still have these designs for the fall. But shout out Bob's, man. He's, like, the only guy I can find to take pictures. And trust me, man, like, Bob's good-looking dude. Sometimes I just got to really try with you, dog. You know? So he's just, he's kind of the guy that's, like, Oh, man, we got to do this. Want me to sit in the grass? Yeah, sit in the grass, dude. I'm giving you a fucking hoodie. You know what I'm saying? So excuse my French, but come on, dog, smile. So, Bob's, if you're listening to this, I'm seeing you later today. Check out the pod, even though, you know, you won't. So that's why I talk shit. He's not going to listen to the pod. But uh, everybody else will. Shout out Bob's, one of my best friends. But 
If you want to model for your boy and get some free merch, model for your boy. Let me see that cheek to cheek. But uh, we're all chilling here, man. I'm just bringing passion and uh, passion and energy, man. Glad to be back, man. Glad to be in front of a mic again. That's why we love it, Andy. You bring more passion and energy than we could ever imagine. And yes, you are back in front of the mic. And we got some stuff to talk about. Uh, I will say this is old news at this point because it happened last Monday, and that's six days ago. It'll be seven days ago by the time you listen to this. So this this could have happened months ago, as far as I'm concerned. But wait, the wait, Kansas why? Jayhawks. Just because the, the the news cycle goes so fast. Oh, uh, my Do fault, you remember what fault. was going on a week ago? My fault. Yeah, my no, fault. My fault. Yeah, Are we no, uh, shouting out who won the tourney? Oh, yeah. that Actually, Hoop was talking about that a little bit. I'll let him take that one. But y- y'all want me to give the, the quick breakdown yeah, 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 yeah. before we yeah, do please, it? Yeah, please, please. So Kansas pulled it out over UNC, overcame a super big halftime deficit. I'm sure you all have already seen this, heard about it. Uh, but really one of the biggest stories that ended up coming from this game is Armando Baycott, who's a guy we talked a lot about last week. When he went up for a pretty important layup in the middle of the game, it looked like the court buckled a little bit, kind of stumbled, and he was already on a bum ankle, and it made it even worse. You know, I don't know what happened. Armando said it buckled. The video shows that it probably did. But for me, the question I want to present to y'all, because obviously court buckling is not good, but, you know, when they play these, these massive college basketball games in these huge football stadiums, it's just always a little disorienting, and I feel like something almost always goes wrong. So do y'all, like, just before we get into breaking down who won the tournament, quick question, how do y'all feel about playing basketball games in football stadiums, or should we just play basketball games in basketball stadiums? Well, for me, I have actually played on courts that are, like, removable like that. And you, I mean, NBA has these courts. You mean you can take them up, put them back down. That one right there looked like it, Obviously, something went wrong, but you can sometimes like I've felt it sometimes where the floor feels like it's moving under your feet a little bit. If you have like a very hard like, you know, jump stop or a really hard like, you know, cut, you can kind of feel the floor kind of give a little bit. That looked a little more serious, Um, but he was already playing on a bunk like he was banged up like. You know, you could tell he was banged up from the very start of that game. So I don't know how much that actually factored into it as well, like producing more of an injury. But, yeah, you don't want to see that. And I'm glad he's okay. And, you know, but biggest news about that, Kansas won, and I'll hit my future. So got a little bank account money rolling through. So that's that was my biggest. I mean, I'm, you sit there at halftime, and you're, you're like, oh, shit, this is out of, you know, UNC. And then they come back and. It was a good game to watch for sure, but yeah, I mean the guy, the guy hit the Huey pop lock and drop it. I'll tell you, (laughs) (laughs) guy screwed himself over. One guy's puking, you know, he wasn't built for the moment. Uh, Tell you who wasn't built for the moment was North North Carolina. So, uh, but March Madness tournament, shout out Hoopstar for coming in second and saving us some bread. All right, had to throw it to uh, had to throw the three hundred piece. Shout out to everyone that just answered. You know, thank you for supporting us. We made profit off you guys. Appreciate it. Um, but the guy who ended up winning the tournament, ironically, graduated at UNC. Shout out Hop Matthews, one of our boys from town. Um, I was yeah. telling, I was telling uh, JP, like, I played, I went to school with Hop, and Hop is like the biggest lacrosse head in the entire world. And I didn't know, I mean, I don't think he knows a lick about college basketball. I think he just Mm-mm. put some, put some, you know, stuff together and. And then he ended up winning, but yeah, it was. I was telling JP about Hop and how he's what? just not a basketball guy. 
Well, that's that's how it usually goes. I mean, right. one of the guys who's our friends, like, had, like, all the upsets after this, the first and second round. Uh, shout out to Dougie entering the, the transfer portal, right? Where's he going? You know? <laughs> <laughs> he already committed. He committed to Bryant, which is actually was famous this year for making the tournament and having the nation's number one score and Peter Kiss. But you really oh, can't okay. blame him. I mean, he, the guy, like, so this St. Peter's team that we all love, they lost their head coach. And now literally everybody's transferring because nobody wants to just, they, they've gotten all this fame and they've shown what they can do. They want to go get a better opportunity. And also, I mean, Shaheen Holloway seems like an incredible coach. Nobody really wants to wait around and see who the new guy is. So I don't blame any of those dudes for transferring, but yeah, shout out Dougie Buckets, Dougie Edder. Love it, man. I, I, I picked what Iowa final four and UK finals. So, you know, screw me. What's going on? Yeah, we, we, I was up there for a while. And then I ended up falling back, ended up about the middle of the pack and hoop. Hey, the hoop had one of the better brackets I've ever seen, but sometimes you sometimes you just get beat. And that's that's all right, man. That's all right. That's next, what it is. If next Hob year, didn't have if Hob didn't have Kansas winning, I would have won. It could have been any other, you know, you could have UNC winning or anybody else but Kansas, and I would have won, but right. it's all good. All right. And next year we'll do it even bigger, do it better, try to get some more people in. Uh, and hopefully maybe one of us can take home first place. But if not, we always love sending the money out to some loved viewers and listeners. So appreciate everybody who entered. We'll do it again next year. And hopefully things go a little bit more according to our plans. But we'll see. And uh, that's a long time from now. We got a lot of other things to talk about and do before that happens. And what we got to do right now is the trivia question. We have not had a true one-on-two trivia question in quite a while. I'm very excited to have it today. And as Hoop was talking about earlier, it's Masters weekend, and we're going to have a couple Masters-related questions today. So in honor of it being Masters weekend, and of course, the Green Jacket, the most famous award in all of sports, which NBA teams have green in their color scheme? How many are there, and what are they? Bucks. I got Bucks, one. Andy, who else is green? I can see the answer, but I'm going to act like I, I don't know it. Um, How many teams? yeah, I mean, Bucks, Celtics. Um, I think I'll do the divisions. I mean, Timberwolves, does that count? Timberwolves have some green in it. Timberwolves definitely have green in it. Um, that's about it. I mean, does the Hornets count as like? No, green. no. That's like a teal, huh? That's a yeah. teal. Yeah. Like old Grizzlies logo, maybe. I don't know. I'll say three, four, maybe. We'll go with three. Yep. So the answer to this is a little tough because color schemes are a little weird. According to NBA.com right now, there's only two, and that's the Bucks and the Celtics. Because technically right now, the Timberwolves have two colors of blue and white in their current logo. But I'm going to give it to y'all because I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, the Timberwolves have green in their logo, which technically right now they don't, but they have for almost their entire history. So it was two or three, but I w- I'm just shocked there's really only two that have the, the dominant color scheme. We have so many blues and reds, but only two greens. It, it, do, do people just not like the color green? Is it? I not- used to hate the color green. I love the color green, man. Makes my eyes stick out. I love green. Mm-hmm. You missed your calling, man. Being a Masters champion would have been perfect. Oh, no. 
Blue and green, dude. Go-to colors for sure. And turquoise. No orange? No orange? I hate orange. <laughs> that's tough. That's tough for your alma mater, man. That's 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 crazy. It's literally the ugliest that orange I've ever set. seen. There was more construction orange where I went to school at than fucking volunteer orange. It was terrible. All right. Well, we'll get it before Andy gets the entire city of Knoxville on his ass. We'll move on. And I got a bonus question. And this one, I have absolutely no intention of y'all getting right. I just think it's hilarious. and want to see what, how y'all think about this. In honor of this being the 86th playing of the Masters, which player in the NBA was 86th in points per game this season? I mean, that's absurd. <laughs> that's an absurd question. Yeah. It is an absolutely absurd question. There's no way. Any, if anybody gets this right, with an, even off a guess, I will be incredibly impressed. I will tell y'all, they were they scored, let me see here, I had a 86, 13.3 points per game this year. Was it 86 in the league? Is it like, is it a point guard or shooting guard? Oh, you a, know what? I, if you gave me points per game, I do know one person because I just was looking at this the other night. Carmelo Anthony is right around 13 points a game. I know for a fact. So he is. Continue with your hint, though. Yeah, I was going to say. So he he's a scoring guard, probably plays a couple of minutes at forward, but I'd say mostly a guard. And he was traded at one point this season. So it's not Carmelo Anthony, but I will tell you who Carmelo is 85th. No way. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking That's at it right crazy. now. You were one person off, so you were very close. That's wild. Yeah, he, what about uh, what about my go-to guy, Young Patty? Patty not Patty. Pa- well, Patty won traded mid-season, but no, not Patty. Damn, I I could have sworn it could have been Carmelo. Now that you said that, I have no idea. Then I just was looking at points because they were talking about it in the Lakers game, and I that's crazy. But yeah, yeah I have no you, idea. You were right on it. No yeah, idea. I'd, obviously, there's no way y'all would ever guess this, but yeah, who te- Carmelo does is averaging 13.3 a game. So I guess by you know, if you were just going off that number alone, you would be correct. However, uh, the way NBA.com has it sorted is like they go out to like the mega mega decimals, and Derek White of the Boston Celtics is an 86 this year. With Get 13.3. that baby <laughs> bullshit out of here, JP. Whatever. I knew y'all weren't going to get it right, but I just thought it was funny. I, I mean, hey, Hoop almost did, though. I, 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 yeah, that, that was nice. a little vindicated. He almost had that and loaded. That would that would have been crazy. If you that was just nice, Liam. Like, how, how are you feeling about yourself right now? Just go ahead and let us know. I mean, if I wasn't watching the Lakers game the other night, I would know that he was right around 13. But Let us know how you feel, brother. No. I, I that was pretty bad. damn impressive. That was pretty damn impressive. All right. Yep, those are the trivia questions for this week. Hopefully they're on the TikTok. If not, we'll find a way to get them out to the people. I got a trivia uh, question for the people. If that's cool with you, JP. Absolutely, <laughs> brother. I'd love to hear it. All right. Um, what does JP stand for? Anybody listening out there? I thought it was Jonathan Perez for the longest time. Anybody listening to this, you can find out, figure out what JP stands for. I don't know. We'll throw you some merch. Throw you a free hoodie. There, there are... A, a number of people who listen to the pod who actually do know the answer to this question, but I will, uh, I'm not going to say anything right now. So yeah, if you can somehow answer this question and get it to one of us, well, if we have more than one, we'll do a drawing and we'll send you some merch, but like yes, what, what, what does JP stand for? And I will give you, I'll tell everybody right now. It's not John Patrick. So th- that one, I know that'll be guessed. It's not John Patrick. But Liam, do you know? 
I mean, no, I have no idea. I thought it was just his first and last name together, but I guess not. Are you being serious right now? Yeah. Oh, fuck. JV. Middle name. Uh, I know Liam doesn't. Yeah, Liam does not count in the drawing. I'll probably tell Liam as soon as we're done recording, but. All right, so anybody else, though, if you want to include it, we'll get yourself some merch. But And uh, I will say, I mean, should I, like if people ask me, should I tell them or should they have to figure out somewhere else? No, we'll throw it on social media. Whoever gets it, whoever comments first gets a, I don't know about a hoodie, maybe a hoodie. No, we got to make some uh, some money back on these hoodies, but <laughs> uh, we'll send out a t-shirt. All right. or something. Cool. All right. I'm down with it. Uh, I like that. I appreciate you you including my my uh, my acronym, my name that I, I go by in the trivia questions. I never thought I'd see the day. So all good, John. All good, John. Uh-huh. John Jeremiah. <laughs> Start throwing out all the J names. Jaquias. Right. Yep. I don't know. I mean that that way. Hey, it could be. It could be. I'm not. I'm not shutting anything down. But Jaquel. What's good? yeah? I mean, you honestly <laughs> look like a Jaquel with your stash, bro. Like you look like I, some I like get that a lot, man. European Jaquel, man. I don't even know, man. If I came up to you and I was in Europe and you were in Europe, I'd be like, man, this guy is on drugs. Or he just fitting right right in. You think he's fitting in? In Europe? Yeah, he's fitting right in. I'm just messing with you, JP. The stash is beautiful. People look at me and they're like, they're on, like, this guy's on liquid Molly right now or something. (laughs) I'd be like, relax, man. It's my my boy Hoopstar. He's literally naming himself Hoopstar right now. Check (laughs) this guy out, dude. It's like fucking tweaking out. Tweaking out in the corner, Liam. I can just see you kind of, you kind of just almost offing yourself for a sec. Yeah, you're going deep out here, man. I mean, the liquid Molly can do it to you, dude. I mean, I'm not the one taking it, bro. The Molly water be hitting different. The Molly water, I know how you are with the Fagos, bro. Oh, man. And (laughs) he took a couple weeks off and decided to come back with the chopper loaded and ready. You just keep taking us all down. Damn. I know. I got yellow teeth, man. I didn't brush my teeth today, so y'all can call me out on that. I haven't been to the dentist in like three years, dude. What's going on, guys? Y'all been? I mean, you, you, uh, yeah, I went to the dentist not even a month ago. Damn. What'd they say, Jay? They said, keep doing what I'm doing, brother. I got great habits. I'll be flossing, you know? All right. Time to get on that visit line, baby. Let's go. We'll, we'll uh, pitch in yeah. together. There we go. All right. We got some NBA talk. We got 15 games today. Today being Sunday. When you listen to this, it'll be yesterday. Uh, every team in the league is in action. Some teams really need to win. Nets really need to win to stay in that seven seed and you only have to win one game. Uh, some teams really want to lose. Pretty much every team not in the playoff picture wants to lose, give themselves a better chance on a nice lottery pick. And some have absolutely nothing to play for. The Heat are locked into the one seed. They can't do anything. At this point, today means nothing to them besides pride and maybe keeping some momentum going. So it should be an incredibly entertaining day of games because some teams, like I said, not every team's trying to win. And that's rarely how any sport ever goes. So that's always an intriguing watch. Uh, between obviously watching the last round of the Masters should be flipping back and forth, seeing what's going on, just making sure everything's going at least somewhat according to plan. Uh, the East play-in is still very up in the air, but in some fashion, it will be the Nets, Cavs, Hawks, Hornets. Uh, if the season ended right now, that would be the seeding from seven to 10. I'm not sure if we'll see any changes. We may, but those will be the four teams and the West play-ins. They are already set. Today's games do not matter for the West play-ins. They are, it will be, the Timberwolves versus the Clips in the 7-8, and then the Pelicans versus the Spurs in the 9-10. Now, we obviously can't predict the East games quite yet because we don't know what they're going to be, and Hoop and I already did this a little bit last week. But I'll just ask you all, do we see either the Hawks or the Hornets or the Pelicans or the Spurs 
making the playoffs, the real playoffs, or do we think these teams in the seven, eight are going to go all the way through? I'll send to hoop first. Uh, I believe I said, obviously I like the, the Clippers um, just cause they have Paul George. He's been playing. Um, but I think that's the only other team that I see. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously I think the Nets will do it. Um, maybe the Hawks, maybe they can squeak by um, and, and get into some type of position to, you know, but yeah, those are the only two I have Clippers and, and Nets, obviously. Um, but yeah. I like the Clippers, man. I like the Clippers a lot, too. Uh, they also got Norman Powell coming back into the lineup, right? Yeah, he played last night, yeah. Yeah. They look good, man. Uh, I'm surprised the Clippers are actually all the way down there right now. And Nets are going to be scary. If the Nets face the 76ers first round, the Nets are going to win. So that's my hot take. <laughs> it could happen. I mean, the Bucks right now, if you really like – I don't think the Bucs will do this because the Bucs can beat the Nets in a seven-game series. They know that. They probably don't want to play in the first round. But uh, if the Bucs lose today, they they go to the three seed. They duck the possible Nets first-round matchup. I'm not saying they will throw. I can see them maybe just resting all their starters, which would make some good sense given it's the 82nd game of the season. But, yeah, I mean, they, they, I don't think any team really wants to play the Nets in the first round, although the Nets have shown that defensively they are atrocious at the moment. But – it's still Kevin Durant and still Kyrie Irving. I wouldn't want to play him first round. I don't think anybody really wants to. So, yeah, I would agree with you, Andy. But I do think I say I, I'm sticking with my prediction. I'm going to go Nets and then Hawks. And then I'm going to say it's going to be uh, probably Clips and then Timberwolves. I, I'm sticking with that. So if the if the Bucks lose, that means the Celtics will be number two and Bucks will be number three. Is that what that means? Yes, I believe so. Let me confirm that. Okay. Yes, yep, that, that is exactly assuming the Celtics win today. Right. If, right. The, if everybody loses, it doesn't it's, matter. But. Right. Okay. That's, I mean, yeah. I mean, I know we mentioned it last week, last week, like you said, but like nobody in that top four is thinking, oh, I want to play the Nets. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I mean, the Heat, I mean, the Heat will, could lose to the Nets, obviously. Like Andy said, I mean, <clears throat> 76ers, I don't think have a chance. We'll have a chance to play them, but I mean the Bucks don't want to see the Nets either. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, it's crazy to think that the Nets are in that position of like they could have the easiest road almost if they can just win the first round, you know, matchup because that's pretty much could be considered right. like a a conference finals. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So I don't know, man. But the West. I'm, I'm, I was looking for futures, obviously. And I think I'm going to take, I think I'm going to take the Heat and the Suns. And then I always bet on the 76ers to make it. Um, those are my three. I mean, they're like, you know, plus a couple thousand, um, 20 to one or something like that. But just watch out. I'm, I'm trying to get some futures, some good money futures on there. So if you have one that you like, let me know. How about the Bulls, man? Because we talked about this, right, a couple episodes ago, about a month ago. What was the, what was the question with the Bulls? If they were top four, then they would uh, proceed to the second round. But I think my take was now that they're sixth, they'll be playing – who is it? I mean, somebody Celtics. from the, the playing – Oh, no, the, Celt the, Celtics the Celtics. Or the Bucks. I right, believe. Bulls are getting smacked first round. They're getting <laughs> smashed. Then wasn't this a thing? Didn't we talk about this? 
We yeah. talked about this a couple of times, but beginning of the year, Hoop and I agreed that the Bulls were frauds. We said they were they would not win a first round playoff series. And it was actually you, Andy, who was pretty adamant that they would find a way out. And they are still terrible against top level teams. And you, I agree, if they play the Bucks or the Celtics in the first round, they're going to get destroyed. So I'm feeling pretty vindicated about that. I'm not rooting against them, but if that ends up being true, I'm, I'm happy. That was probably one of my best takes at the beginning of the year. Just putting that I, one out there. I was off the rails. I was feeling loquacious. All right. I got the Bulls. I got, I got, I, listen, I think the Bulls can still do it. Like, but this, like the Celtics before All Star break were just frauds, right? So now they kind of flip flop. I think the Celtics are kind of, they've been on a hot streak, great momentum going into it. But I mean, definitely don't count out the Bulls, though. You know, a couple All Stars on that team. So we'll see what happens. I mean, that, that might be besides the Nets and I guess who the Heat or the Bucks. Um, that might be the, the best one to look out for in the East first round. Fair enough. I don't know how the fucking Raptors are fifth. You know what I'm saying? Hadn't really been Good like defense. they don't televise the Raptors, so no one no one really knows. Yeah, Sportsnet gets all their games, so it's tough to get them to the American audiences. But they even have fans in like the arena yet. They do. It's it's been back and forth, but they're back to having fans in the arena. And they that Raptors team is going to be a tough out. They play good defense. They have a lot of great scores, veteran guys, and Scotty Barnes is awesome. So I'm not I, betting on the Raptors to win two games in that first series. Against the probably gonna be the Sixers. The, yeah. I think the Raptors could beat the Sixers. In, in, no in way. No I, oh, way. Yes, a hundred percent. I think they could. If the what the Raptors don't have going for them is that they're defending bigs is one of their weaknesses, and obviously Joel Embiid is really good. But this is this the Raptors are, are a good team. I, I would not want to play them first round either. I, I think they're a tough out. All right, let's move on. All right, before we move on. Another ad to talk to you all about. Today's sponsor is Credit Karma. Are you planning ahead for a big expense? Maybe you want to snag some tickets for a playoff game. Or maybe it's a little more serious and you don't want to put those car repairs or medical bills on a high interest credit card. Y'all don't want to put them on credit cards. Watch those numbers go up, up, up if you can't pay them off. Credit Karma can help you look for a low interest personal loan that could save you money while you pay off your purchase. Credit Karma uses your credit data to find loan offers that are personalized to you so you can have a better idea of what loan amount you can get approved for. Credit Karma will even show you your chances of approval so you can choose between loan offers that you're more likely to get approved for and apply with more confidence. Comparing loan offers on Credit Karma is 100% free and it will not affect your credit scores and it could save you money in the long run. I personally use Credit Karma to keep track of my finances, make sure things are all looking good, the credit score is up, and if I ever do need a personal loan to go check on there to make sure what they're presenting me with my best options. It's super easy and I love having it as a resource and you will too. Ready to apply? Head to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see personalized offers. Again, that's creditkarma.com slash loan offers to find the loan for you. That's creditkarma.com slash loan offers. Credit Karma, apply with more confidence today. Yeah, that'll do it, man. That'll definitely do it. I was in the zone there. Did y'all see that? I was I was kind of moving. There. No, that was good because like uh, I definitely need to start using Credit Karma. I haven't. Mm -hmm. I don't know where my debit card is. I haven't had it in like two weeks. I've been cranking up my credit card, but I've been like paying it off because I still can like pay it through my phone. But man, I I if you guys like have do you got, Liam? Do you know where my debit card's at? Why would I know where your debit card's at, man? I don't know, bro. Like you were here a couple months ago, so or a couple weeks ago. So just like let me know if you see it anywhere in your car. 
don't know where it's at. I'm trying to go to the bar and pay with pay you know a G and T with uh, Apple Pay. They don't got that. Firing out the credit card, man. Credit credit score actually dropped like 30, dude. I was like, fuck me, dude. So uh, yeah, credit karma. Go, I mean, get your credit score up, man. Gang, gang. Gang, gang, credit karma, gang, gang. All right. So obviously we'd love to talk about playoff matchups, but unfortunately at the current moment, we don't know what all the playoffs matchups are going to be. I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about it next week when the first few games are out the way. So instead of talking about things that we don't know are going to happen, we're going to talk about things that we do know are going to happen. And that means that we are going to talk about our NDA awards ballots. We're going to give our final ballots as most voters are about to do. It's uh you know, we know these awards are going to be given out and voting. It happens. It's happening right now, but it's going to be finished up in the next few days here. And uh, we are giving these ballots as if we were voters and we have three choices and we go a first, second, third place. Uh, so these are not predictions about what we think is going to happen necessarily. These are what we think we would vote if we had votes. Obviously, none of us do. I actually applied to be at credentialed NBA media. I dropped name drop dash radio and man to man podcast. Didn't hear back. I'm going to try again. I'd like to get that press pass. But, I was uh, going to say, meantime, yeah, we uh, we applied, I think it was after our first year, two years ago now, just as a whole podcast, I had to put in like my personal information and Andy's personal information. Yeah. Uh, I got an email back and said, we're not a, uh, something like we're not taking applications or something or we're not, we're, we're good for this year or something. I was like, All right, that's fucked up. Wait, what? That's like a- yeah. I mean, they, I, I guess we're not, we're not official enough. Uh, I don't even know what we're talking about, bro. So <laughs> NBA press pass, man, we're trying to get in. I was trying to get in the zoom calls when they're, interviewing Oh, them. we were trying to, we were trying to do some pressers, like asking questions. Yeah. Get, oh my yeah. God. I do remember that dude. We were trying to be, um, what are those guys called? Um, beat reporters. Yeah. Big J journalists. JP, I feel like you could fire that away, dude. Like, let's see if we can, let's see if we can snag that guy. Snag that I opportunity again. I did. I applied, and they, uh, I haven't heard back, actually. They didn't, they didn't even give me the, they're not looking for anybody yet. I just haven't heard back. And I named drop Dash and everything, but I will Damn. keep trying. They will they, they will let me in. I mean, I, I'm I'm beating the door down. I'm, I'm close. I'm coming in, and I will I ask some good questions. I give it a, give it a there, couple more years. Well. Even if you're not with us, you know, we'll just, you know, send you a follow-up email or something and be like, yo, I think they're ready now. So. Yeah, yeah, I'll just I'll I'll figure it out. But yeah, so until we got those votes and those credentials, this is the best we can do for our votes. So we're gonna start at the top with obviously the most important award, and that is the most valuable player MVP. It's the award we've talked about most this year. So one that gets talked about most in the media because it is an important award. Uh, not only is it an incredible individual recognition, there are a lot of contract incentives and things of that nature, according to MVP, and you're just in the NBA lore. When you win MVP, you are immediately established at a little bit higher level. So this year's MVP race has been incredibly, incredibly close all season. It's very much coming down to last day, which I think is the first time we've seen that in a long time. However, as we've talked about a few times in this podcast, we've talked about each of the last two weeks, uh, my current ballot would be Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, and then Giannis Antetokounmpo. I just don't see, nothing is happening, even though Joel Embiid has played really awesome the last few weeks. uh, I don't see him jumping Nikola Jokic for me right now. I my argument has stayed the same all year for this. Uh, if the, the Sixers and the Bucks didn't have uh, Joe, Joel and Giannis respectively, they'd still be playoff teams. If the Nuggets didn't have Nikola Jokic, they would be a lottery team probably in like the top four worst teams in the league. That is why Nikola Jokic is the most valuable for me. But I would say I would love to see any of those three guys win it. But 
that's my ballot. Hoops been shaking his head the whole time. He's he's pissed off at me. He wants to punch me. What, what do you got for us, Hoop? I mean, this is I mean, all all credit to 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 Jokic and what he's done this season. But I mean, if you're not voting for Joel Embiid, I don't know what like it's crazy. I mean, he's putting up forty and twenty, and he's and he's like, you know, we. Joel Embiid has been through this kind of roller coaster of his season, or his career a little bit in terms right. of like his performance. You know, he was down. You got the, you know, inside the NBA guys, Chuck and, and Shaq, like fucking slamming him for eating cheeseburgers. He's right. changed his, you know, kind of whole kind of, I guess, image in terms of how he's taking it more seriously. And you see results. And I see this year you get a you know a trade for James Harden and he the question was is he still going to be able to perform at the same level when you got a superstar in James Harden across from him because obviously the touches might go down we see that Harden is you know his passing is on display every night you have to like kind of game plan for that we didn't we hadn't really seen that i guess at this level um and Joel Embiid is just playing so much like he's at the top of his almost potential. I see. Like if you're scoring forty and twenty in games and you're you, you're winning, that's another big thing. They're, I guess, not as much, but they're four and what Denver six seed right now. But Joel Embiid has got my vote, and he's had it for a while. I just don't. I, it's just crazy. And then I even have Joker. I have Joker three on my list. I have yes. Yeah. All right, dude. Yeah, have, right. It's Embiid, Giannis, and then the Joker. So okay. that's, I mean, it's crazy because you can't discredit what fucking Giannis is doing either. I mean, he's out there, just he's a, he's just a, a wild card. You I mean, you don't know what you're gonna get from him, but gotcha. it's gonna be production. So that's that's kind of my order. I don't know, man. I got Jokic, Giannis, and I don't even think Embiid's in my top three. And you guys know who I'm going with, right? Oh. And it's candid freedom. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I'm just looking at the stats here. Jokic becomes the first player in NBA history, 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, 500 assists in a season. Won it last year, clinched a uh, playoff spot without being in the play-in tournament, right? So... Uh, I just feel like you can't ignore those numbers and all those guys at different games. It's like kind of what I was saying a couple of weeks ago, like one guy can get 40, right. And B can average 40 or whatever he's doing. Um, Jokic is doing the same thing a different night. Giannis is doing the same thing a different night. So it's all, I mean, it's all very close. I think we can all agree on that, but um, I, just looking at the numbers here, no one's done that before. You know, Jokic is racking up 35, 16 and six, four steals and a block. I mean, he's kind of doing it all by himself uh, without Jamal Murray. And uh, I just feel like you can't overlook that. So I'm going to take Jokic. That's pretty much all the insight that I got. Um, something you can't ignore, though. Yeah. Jokic is uh, minus 400. Uh, Embiid is plus 300. And Giannis is plus 800 on uh, some sports books out there. Um, but, yeah, I mean – Joker's gonna win it, but it's not. That's not who should win it. But we can move on. Yep, yep we can move on, and we do have to move on. We got to speed up a little bit here, just because of some time. But I like that we got a little differing opinion there, and I think we will for all these awards. So next award is Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, this one this year has been contended. There's been more talk about the Defensive Player of the Year 
not about who's going to win it, but more just about what it means to be defensive player of the year uh, this season than there has been in recent memory. Uh, but that's not going to change it for me. My ballot right now would be uh, Rudy Gobert, Bam Adebayo, and then Mikhail Bridges. Um, Rudy Gobert is the best defensive big in the league, and he has been for a very long time. Uh, if you look at NBA basketball as a whole, defensive bigs, and I know being a defensive guard is hard, but defensive bigs guard everything, and they do so much more than any defensive guard ever could. And I want these guards to win, but that is just a fact, and it's why these bigs win all the time. Uh, Rudy Gobert, if they didn't, if the Jazz didn't have Rudy, yeah, they might, you know, their offense probably doesn't change, but their defense gets so much worse. I love Rudy on defense, so I would say put Rudy first, and then I'm picking Bam out of bio second. It's been awesome for the Heat. Probably will win this award in the near future, but I got him in second right now. And then I got McCall Bridges and third best wing defender in the league has been an Iron Man his entire career. Deserves some recognition. I put him third. Are you just gonna you're just gonna take out the betting favorite and Marcus Smart this year? You just not even gonna recognize him? I I think it's like I don't really see that many people voting for Marcus Smart. I know he's the betting favorite, but like if you look at the history of uh, and I mean I think he's okay. But I, I don't think he does as much as, like, these bigs do. It's just – that's just the NBA. I, that's how I see it. Right. I, I agree to kind of in your order. I do like Rudy Gobert and then Bam out of bio. I'm going to throw Marcus Smart in there instead of Mikel Bridges just because, I mean, he is the betting favorite. But for me, you do have to look at if a guard is even being talked about in this – you know, for this right, award. Right. you got to let him, like uh, – at least get some light, you know what I mean? Um, because it's hard being a guard and, and being a defensive player of the year. So those are my my three. Andy, you got you got anything? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at Bam Bam Adebayo, excuse me. Um, Marcus Smart is very interesting, you know. Um, I don't I don't think he'll win it, even though he's a betting favorite. I'd take Bam if anything, but uh, if something's holding Bam back, it's gonna be he missed or what earlier this season with an injury. Um, so I, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, if I had to take a pick, I'd probably go Bam out of bio. What ranks at the ninety fourth percentile in steal percentage and eighty percentile in defensive rebounds. I mean, guys are stud, clean the glass like crazy. Rudy Gobert is usually the favorite every single year. You know, let's pick somebody else. You know, it's getting kind of boring with you winning every single year. So love the Marcus Smart pick. Great hustle, hustle player, and all around just great defensive player. It's what teams need in the NBA. All right, that's defensive player of the year out the way. Next up is most improved. Uh, my ballot is is pretty chalk here. I'm going Ja Morant with, uh, would be my number one pick, and then DeJounte Murray for number two, and then Anthony Simons for three. A lot of guards, a lot of guys who have taken big jumps. Um, I get the argument that Ja was already really good, so should he be winning most improved player? But in my opinion, the jump from pretty good to absolute superstar is one of the hardest jumps to make in the NBA, and Ja made that this year better than anybody we've seen do it in recent memory. Uh, DeJounte Murray, who's always been really good, you know, first-time All-Star this year, and has really taken a leap leading the Spurs team that really has no business being where they are, but he's just been outstanding for him. And then Anthony Simons, the Blazers put him on ice for the rest of the year because they're tanking and he's too good. But he's gone. His jump in production this year is at can't be ignored, and uh, he's a key piece of the Trailblazers' future moving forward, which I don't think anybody could have guessed at the beginning of the year so. I've got Ant to the three spot, and uh, I if he would play it all year, I think he probably could have gotten my number two pick, but DeJounte's just played more, so that's me at Ja, DeJounte, and then Anthony. Yes, yeah. I uh, I agree. 
I think when I'm pull, I just pulled up John Morant's uh, comparisons from this year to last year, 19 points per game to 27. I mean, that's you have to look and see that's almost what that's eight points and you're going from a a level of like you said superstardom he's going to be a franchise player for the hopefully the grizzlies for a long time to come and his like he's just just growing into being just a veteran guy and, and he's still so young too um mm. gotta watch out for his injuries i guess on the back end just because he is kind of crazy but i do like john morant um DeJounte Murray is my number two. I also want to throw in Darius Garland. I think Darius Garland also has improved a lot this year, um, just as kind of falling in the same lines as like John Morant, trying to be a franchise guy for a team like the Cavaliers made an all-star appearance. So I like it. I like those three as my as my voting. Yeah, I mean, John Morant's up there. Uh, reading around some buzz here. Uh, Jordan Poole, maybe another guy. Um, most improved, right? We're talking about a most improved years, what they're saying. And, you know, without Steph Curry, without those other guys, uh, Wiseman and Jordan Poole just pulling up numbers. Let's see, led the league for most three, most led the league for made three pointers in March with 67, scored 20 more points in 17 consecutive games and averaged 25, four and three through 19 games, shot 44% from three point in March. Kind of shed light on that guy, but, um, I'll take Ja on this one. I think um, what earlier in the year I had Miles Bridges kind of fell off a little bit, and uh, Ja's definitely the one to take it home this year. Incredible year, guys. Uh, you know, making a franchise name for himself, and what the Grizzlies are doing this year is going to be incredible. Watching the in the postseason. Absolutely. So we're all pretty similar there. Yeah, that three spot. I think there's going to be like ten different guys that get votes there. Honestly, so it's pretty much up in the air. But yeah, I think most improves pretty much in the hands of Ja. I think the betting odds show the same. And now Rookie of the Year, probably the award we as a group talked about the second most behind MVP. Um, right now, my ballot has changed significantly. And at one point, it would have been Evan Mobley and then a large space and then everybody else. But honestly, right now, if I had to turn my ballot in, I would probably put Scotty Barnes at number one and then Cade Cunningham at number two and then number three, Evan Mobley. I understand this is a year-long award and this is probably some recency bias, but Scotty Barnes from beginning of the season to end of the season has been awesome for this Raptors team, as we talked about. He's going to be one of the very few rookies that's guaranteed to be a consistent starting player on a playoff team, which should be noticed and rewarded. Uh, Cade Cunningham, in the best, in, since the All-Star break, and really probably the few weeks before the All-Star break, has been the best, best rookie in the year. He just didn't do it all season, which is tough. But I do think he's probably going to be the best player in this class into the future. I think Cade's a future star. That's why I got him at number two. And then I got Evan Mobley at three. He's missed a lot of time recently, even though he has probably at the beginning of the year was dominant and is probably honestly still going to run away with this award. I would just have him at number three right now. Yeah, it's a little recency bias, but I think the impact on the team so far cannot be overstated that I have Scotty and Cade in front of Evan. I like that. I uh, I see where you're coming from. Scotty Barnes is kind of also that young guy that just does so much for a team and for the Raptors. They're, you know, solid into the playoffs. You know, they're going to be, you even mentioned, could be a team to, you know, turn some heads and maybe get out of the first round, um, depending on who they play. But I still, I still have Evan Mobley as my number one. And I think as of like recency biased, I, I want to say it's Scotty Barnes, but also I 
been watching Kate Cunningham play, and I think I have to put him number two just because I like how he plays. And in Scotty Barnes three, um, I know that's like unconventional and just not right at all in terms of like actual how they should be. But I I think Evan Mobley had done enough already at the very beginning of the season to win this award. And so I have to give it to him. And then Kate Cunningham also is just playing out of his mind too. So that's my number two. And then Scotty Barnes, even though Scotty Barnes should be in the conversation to win it, I got him number three on mine. Yeah, I'm still gonna take Evan Mobley. Um, Cade had a Cade had a weird like start of the year, um, but you see what he's done. You know, it's not how you it's not how you begin, it's how you finish. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. Um, Mobley missing some games, I didn't see that. JP, um, I don't know if that affects it so much since he had such a dominant year throughout the year, still averaging 15, eight, and three. Um, I'm gonna just stick with my guns here and go Evan Mobley. I think Scotty Barnes would be number two in my eyes. Uh, just what he's done to put that team fifth in the East. And Cade, I, I know it's it's an individual award, but Cade, like I said, it's you know great year to end the year, but not exactly where him and his team want to be at. Uh, you look at what the Cavs have done uh, with Garland and just what he's done. I mean, he's like a, a future Chris Bosh um, talking about Mobley. So I'm going to take Mobley on this one, sticking my guns here. All right, we all the another one we all three a little bit different orders, but I think it's pretty safe to say those three guys are going to be up there. Uh, shout out Josh Giddy, shout out Franz Wagner, guys like that who are probably going to get some votes, but aren't going to win, but deserve to, some recognition. And then sixth man of the year, uh, this award is a, a runaway, but we'll talk about it anyway, just briefly. Um, I got Tyler Hero one, and then two three. It doesn't matter, but I had Kelly Oubre and then Cam Johnson. Uh, they both had have had really good years off the bench, but Tyler Hero is going to win this award by a, a pretty significant margin. Unless, Hoop, you have something crazy out of left field you want to tell us. No, I was just going to say I was um, – some sports books have taken this uh, off of their books because it's such a heavy favorite. Um, there was one that I think it had it minus like 10,000 and then it moved to minus like 20,000. So they – it's just – yeah, he's just – it's crazy to think that somebody is just that talented and locked up something so easily. Um, but yeah, Tyler Hero definitely my my top, and I want to shout out Kevin Love, man. Kevin Love, I know he's been talked about it a little bit. Kind of, we've lost some sight on what Kevin Love has been doing, but he's also that veteran presence on a young Cavs team that yeah. um, is doing well this season. So those are my two, and then I'll probably you know throw in either Kelly Oubre or I think there's one other that I had. Uh, it's got to be Cam Johnson. Uh, trying to see what I wrote down here. Buddy Heald oh. for the Pacers. Oh, it could be Buddy Heald. I just didn't write down my third one here. Buddy Heald, uh, I think Jordan Clarkson, is. he won it last year, so probably throw him in there maybe too. But Yeah, yeah. yeah solid picks, man. I'm going to go with Hoop on this one. <laughs> All right. Got a couple. I mean, it's it's Tyler Hero's. 100%. So it doesn't really matter. But yeah, that, that one to be interesting to see who picks up second and third. And then the last award we're going to predict uh, is the coach of the year. Uh, my ballot would be right now Taylor Jenkins for the Grizzlies. Uh, can't really understate or overstate what he's done. Can't overstate what I should, he's done, I should say, uh, with his Grizzlies team. Even with Ja, you know, missing 20 some odd games, they, he, they have been outstanding from start to finish. 
His rotations are awesome. He's found some really, really good role players and young guys. Uh, I got Taylor Jenkins. And then my two pick is Monty Williams, best coach on the best team. Monty Williams is an absolutely incredible basketball coach, deserves every recognition possible, and will probably win this award, although I would have him second behind Jenkins. And then third, I've got Eric Spolstra, uh, another you know one-seed coach. Spolstra is one of the best coaches in the league, has been for a long time. I think he deserves some recognition. He's probably underrated, honestly, at this point in his career. So I put Spolstra third. So, yeah, that leaves me. Jenkins, Williams, Spolstra, one, two, three. Yeah, I'm going to go. I actually have Monty Williams number one for me. Uh, wow, usually, JP, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Usually, That's 100% okay. <laughs> usually the best team, uh, you know, with the best records, coach has an upper hand on this. So I will – I'll take Monty Williams. I like Taylor Jenkins as well just because he – Grizzlies team is very, you know, well put together as just – front office and he's been able to coach this team very well this year and then wild card one for the celtics i'm gonna butcher his name but ime udoka i think that's how you pronounce it that was pretty good yeah yeah uh that's my number three um show some love you know first year coach celtics started off slow now they're you know in a groove and i think they're also doing very well this year in the playoffs so that's my number three I gotta go. I gotta go with my hometown team, man. Shout out to the Grizz, man. Taylor Jenkins is doing his thing out there. Um, also want to just, I guess, honorable mention here, right? Hoop, Steve Nash, just putting those hothead drama queens together. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. Probably uh, the worst coach of the year. So I'm gonna go with Taylor Jenkins on this one. Um, look what they're gonna do, man. Look what, what look what they have done. Um, you know, he's giving me Hubie Brown eyes right now. So eyes popping a little bit. RIP. All right. Those are all the I don't ballots. fucking know. You know what I'm saying? And in our last uh, last couple minutes here, we'll do some finals predictions real quick. Um, this is boring. It's super chalk, but I think it's going to be Suns Bucks. And I got uh, Suns and six. Like they've been, it, the Suns are the best team in the league. The Bucks have had probably currently the best player in the league and the best surrounding cast with him, uh, with Giannis. I think it's going to be Suns Bucks, but I think it goes different this year. I think the Suns take it home. What a chalk pick, JP. It's chalk and it's boring. At least I didn't take Suns Heat, but no, Suns Bucks. I mean, I, I don't see any team making that different. Yeah, I agree, honestly, man. I got Suns winning it all this year. If they can do it, they don't have that Chris Paul curse. Um, I actually had the same thing. I said it to my boy yesterday. I, I said Suns Bucks again, but I think Suns are going to take it home this year. They deserve it. Chris Paul deserves this. I'm, I'm rooting for Chris Paul this year on this one. I'm going to throw a wild card out there. I'm yeah, gonna please go, do. I'm going to go Nets. And I'll go Nets, Suns. I think the gotcha. Nets will just come into these playoffs and just outscore everybody that they play. Fuck the defense. You know, they don't care about defense. Obviously, we've seen they're pretty piss poor in defense this year. But if you can outscore them, and we saw it last year. I mean, Kevin Durant was one shot away from, you know, making heads turn without Kyrie. So now he has Kyrie. I'll say none. Uh, Nets, Suns. And I'll have the I'll have the Suns win it because I do think they're that good. But hear me out. I have one other honorable mention here. Watch out for the Warriors this year too. Don't you can't count them out, especially if they're healthy. If you know, just watch out because they can light it up, and they've been there and done that. And this is the first year since we've seen them win championships that everybody could possibly be back as that core group, Draymond like Green, that. Steph Curry, and Klay Thompson. I like that. Watch out for them. 
Just like that. Good pick, good pick, bro. Like that. All right, everybody had the Suns and uh, maybe a little difference in the East. I, I thought about Nets. I really did. I I, I think the Bucks probably jump up and get them in a seven-game series if, they, if when they end up playing. But, uh, yeah, we all got the Suns, and uh, I believe that is it for the basketball talk. So I'll send it over to Hoop to uh, close us out if he's feeling so inclined. Yeah, you got anything else, Andy? I know sometimes you got something to, to end us off here, but. I'll just say I feel good, man. I've been working out a lot. Um, appreciate you guys having me back. I PR'd this week. First time worked out for, what, a month and a half? 185, I'll get to 200, all right? I'm pushing 185P right now. What do you guys think about that? It's okay? It's all right? I mean, not, just don't take this. Yeah, don't take this as a shot. But you being like five six, and you know, I'm actually like five eight and a half. So and, it's and relaxed. Above, I'm above the height. I'm above the the average height here. And put in like what a buck forty. No, I'm a buck sixty seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to throw <laughs> some shots at you, but I, yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm letting you know I'm getting up there a little bit. Wait, are you, I mean, I, I know you were hitting two hundred, but like try to hit like two hundred now, bro. It's it's a lot harder. Yeah, I mean, no, that's really good. I I don't. I mean, I couldn't do one eighty five right now. I don't think. Maybe I could, but it's all there. Yeah, if you don't have anything else, I'll namaste these fools out here. So namaste to you guys. Namaste. Namaste. Uh, namaste. We'll see y'all next week, baby. See.